Today, I'm going to take a lesson out of the sex ed portion of my Obedient Love classes, which can be found at cathexashouse.com, and I'll include a link in the description. I'm going to talk about pegging, so grab the lube and get ready for a ride. Hello, this is Viola Strepsada Volteri, and you're listening to Obedient Love. Pegging. When you try to come up with the origins of the word itself, you'll usually find an explanation that involves male prostitutes using various types of butt plugs to keep their holes nice and open. The mainstream use of the word in the context of heterosexual sex came about from a contest held by sex columnist Dan Savage, looking for an accepted term to describe the act. But the act itself is nothing new. The Marquis de Sade described it in 1795. But first, let's define what pegging is. It's the use of objects for the anal penetration of a person with a prostate. That means you guys. It's usually done with toys, strap-ons, handheld dildos, vibrators, or the occasional fruit or vegetable. Having been a BDSM professional, I've seen a number of things go up men's bums, not the least of which was my entire fist and forearm. I've discovered little-known tips like that bananas make great organic lube, and that you can force someone to pee themselves from the inside, which induces a delightfully humiliating loss of control. I apologize for going right into the edge play aspect there. I'm sure some of you might hear that and clench up tight. Once you get that inner ring of rectal muscles to relax, though, that out hole can become a very receptive and very enjoyable in and out hole. And before we get too extreme and make you into a gaping ass slut, let's talk about the basics and how to begin safely and comfortably. When I read men's descriptions of getting pegged by a partner, a lot of the same phrases get repeated. The emotional aspect of the experience often surprises men. They say they enjoy the total lack of control being penetrated offers them, and they're able to feel vulnerable. Some men admit to crying as they enjoy it because they're just not accustomed to the intensity of being on the receiving end. It can be a revelation, a real mindfuck, as one of my students described it. My subs describe going weak in the knees, feeling fully taken. Some describe it as enjoying the taboo of doing something men aren't supposed to do. It feels wrong, so it's exciting to them. I've heard many men describe feeling slutty and enjoying being a sex object. Some find it slightly painful, and as masochists can get into the pain, but you want to be careful with that one, as pain is usually a signal to slow down or stop. Stimulating the prostate is usually a very erotic sensation for most men. I read a story of a very homophobic man pulling a gun on his doctor because he accidentally had an orgasm during a prostate exam. He was afraid the doc had made him gay. This guy may have had a very repressed attraction to men, but for most, it has nothing to do with gender. It just feels really, really good. 
And the prostate can be like a button that causes you to stay harder longer and come faster and with more force. It's a different kind of sexual pleasure than you might be used to. But first you have to get past the parts you may find unpleasant. And that's why it's important to be prepared. For that, you'll need some supplies. The first thing that may come to mind is, of course, poop. And so you might be thinking I'll tell you to get an enema to make sure you're clean. And you may be surprised to hear that I do not recommend them. Especially not right before getting pegged. Please take a minute to look at an illustration of the anatomy of your poop shoot. So we can all be on the same page. First you have the anus, which is the little outside portion of the hole that opens and closes. Inside just a little bit is the anal canal, basically the very short tube of muscle that also controls the opening and closing. Then there's the rectum, which is another longer canal of muscle, which is where the poop waits before you let it out. Right above that is the angled turn, which leads to the sigmoid colon, the lowest part of the colon, which is softer and more open. Above that is the descending colon, and anything you put in your butt is not going any farther than that. Despite what you see in X-rated cartoons, you can't make it all the way through the digestive system and out the mouth, no matter how big the dick is. Anatomy just doesn't work that way, you perverts. Okay, so you want to get pegged when there's nothing sitting in your rectum, and ideally when your sigmoid colon is also empty. And you'd think an enema would be a good solution to clear that out, but the downside is if you get enough water in there to reach the descending colon, you'll actually bring more poop down and it will just be liquefied. So it'll be messier than if you just simply take a healthy shit beforehand. As an exception, I do recommend everyone get a colonic from time to time, just to make sure everything is flowing smoothly from one end to the other. Sometimes things get backed up and we need a little help to restart the movement. Colon hydrotherapy is amazing and will leave you feeling lighter and much less bloated. Colonics are administered by licensed professionals and they involve a steady flow of warm water entering and leaving your gut over a period of about an hour. If you're going to do it, do it at least a few hours before you play or even the day before. When you're regular, your gut is generally healthy and things are moving through it freely. You'll have a much more comfortable experience and you'll feel less worried. However, small at-home enemas have much more of a chance of backfiring and you don't want that for your first experience. Your best bet is to prepare a couple of days in advance and watch what you eat. Lots of good fiber like leafy greens, flax muffins, whole grains, and not a lot of binding foods like potatoes and bananas and red meat. And drink a lot of water, 10 to 20% more than you need to quench your thirst. Caffeine also can dry out your intestines, so go easy on that. A well-prepared bowel makes getting fucked super fun. And then simply make sure you've emptied your colon in advance of butt play, i.e. have a nice poop. If you feel like something is lingering, you're going to want to do what I call a finger enema. You just put on a glove, lube it up, and stick your finger up there and fish out whatever's stuck. And I also personally have a bidet, which is attached to my toilet seat, and it washes your ass with water instead of having to rely on toilet paper. It's just a much cleaner way to go. It feels really, really nice, and it allows you to present a fresh, squeaky clean butthole to your partner. 
Before you go into full-on pegging, you need to get comfortable down there, so I highly recommend you glove up, lube up, and put your fingers in there. You can have someone do that for you, but it's a lot easier if you know your way around as well. If you can fit two fingers in, chances are a small dildo will fit in there without any problem. You can also slip a butt plug in there and walk around for a while just to loosen things up. And remember, butt toys always have to have a flanged end so that they don't get lost in there. The least relaxing thing in the world is realizing, to your horror, that something is stuck inside of you and you can't get it out. The more you fish for it, the higher it goes until you end up in the ER with a very embarrassing problem. Okay, do me a favor right now and squeeze your butthole shut. Yes, right now, squeeze it. It's a nice exercise to repeat if you want more control of those muscles. Now, relax it open. See if you can feel the different muscles involved. The outermost ring is under your control. The innermost ring of muscles is not under conscious control, but you can influence and coax them open by relaxing the other muscles and by breathing deeply and releasing the tension in your ass. When you slide a finger or two in, if that inner ring of muscles is very tense, you'll feel extra tight. That's going to make butt play kind of painful. Try applying some gentle pressure to the ring of muscles until it relaxes and opens up. Just a little massage. Arousal really helps in this department. When you're fully aroused by this act, those muscles will expose you for the eager ass slut that you really are. The muscles will open right up. A little genital stimulation can help, and if you're scared and tense, do some breathing. Make a ring with your lips and mimic the shape of your anus and act like you're blowing bubbles. Okay, so let's return to the anatomy drawing. Where is that prostate you've heard so many good things about? If you slip a finger inside and hook it toward the front of your body and put a little pressure just beyond that involuntary ring of muscles, you'll hit the spongy area at the conjunction between your urethra and your bladder. That's the prostate. Go too high and you'll feel the pressure on the bladder. Thus, my ability to press on a full bladder from the inside and make the peggy pee himself. The prostate's the place where semen is initially released, so you can actually rub it and milk it to get out a lot of pre-cum, and eventually, if you do it just right, actual semen will be released without an orgasm. Men who are being denied orgasms by their mistress can be milked this way to keep everything healthy. So once you've poked around up there and you can fit two fingers in without too much resistance, you're ready to go. You can practice with various sized dildos on your own, or if you want to remain an anal virgin until you're pegged by your partner, you can tell her you're ready for her to strap one on. So a word about hygiene, I always put condoms over butt toys to keep them clean and keep them from smelling bad, and I have each boy keep his own collection of toys to use only on him. You also want to know the kind of material your toys are made of, so you know what kind of lube to use. Water-based lube is your safest bet always, although silicone lube is much, much more pleasant and more long-lasting. But you don't want to get silicone lube on a silicone toy, or it'll eat away at the silicone and damage the toy after a few uses. Covering the toy entirely with a latex condom will eliminate the problem. And do, of course, use plenty of lube. Err on the side of 
too much rather than too little. If you tear your delicate anal tissue, you'll end up with a fissure in a spot that takes a very, very long time to heal. Personal story, I used to like being on the receiving end of anal penetration until I got a couple of fissures and now it's a very rare event. So lube up and make sure you and your toy are very clean so no little rough bits of debris scratch you up. Even a tiny grain of sand could make anal play kind of painful. Let's talk about positions. Bent over the bed face down is one of the easiest ways I've found to have optimal access to my peg E. If you want eye contact, lay on your back with both legs lifted and hold your knees. For a slower, easygoing fuck, lay on your right side and have your partner spoon you from behind. Lift the top leg a little higher than the bottom leg for easier insertion. And of course, you can always get on top and enjoy the ride, giving yourself more control, the speed, and the movement. A lot of this will depend on the size and shape of both of your bodies and how they best fit together. Also, women have the added advantage of having detachable penises. We can remove them and put you in just about any position we want that will allow us to reach your butt with our hands. It doesn't have to be actually strapped on in order to be a real pegging. There are toys which provide clitoral stimulation for the woman wearing them, or even some which have an insertable end for her. I personally haven't found the insertable ones to be that much fun, as they're difficult to find an angle that works well for both partners simultaneously, but that may just be a feature of my particular body. For the pegger, I have some tips as well. Make sure you glove up and lube up the hole before you stick anything in it. Fingering makes good foreplay. It gets your bottom in the mood and ready for you, and makes sure everything goes smoothly. You can also spend some time on the prostate this way. Then, with a finger just inside the hole, use that to guide the toy in. That way you're not just poking around searching for the entrance. And stay at an angle that has your toy curved towards the boy's belly button from the inside. That follows the natural curve of the rectum and that little turn up into the colon. You can use pillows to prop him up in the position that feels comfortable for you. At first, just stay in the rectum and don't thrust too deep until you know all is going very well. And enjoy it. Allow your bodies to get into the rhythm of it. Keep in mind this can be an intensely vulnerable and emotional experience for someone new to pegging. Watch his responses. Clenching up will require you to slow things down or pause. Moaning cussing like a sailor, or just going non-verbal, all can mean that you're likely going in the right direction. Afterward, cleanup is easy, as you slip off the gloves and the condom and toss them and hand the toy to your boy to clean up with warm, soapy water. Boys, do be nice and clean up the toys for her. Every few uses, you should also sterilize the toys by boiling them for a few minutes or putting them through a dishwasher that has a sanitized function. And that's it. There's nothing wrong with either liking or disliking anal play, but it does open up a whole new avenue of engaging in sex with your partner. And when you combine it with practices like tease and denial, you can start to transmute your sexual feelings from the genitals to the ass exclusively. You could combine pegging with chastity, and a man can become a permanent receiver rather than a penetrator, if that's your goal. Or you can just have it as an option to add to your already rich sexual repertoire. And then there's always that final inevitable question. 
does pegging make me gay? And to answer that, I have to explain to the nervous straight boys that the only thing that makes a man gay is being sexually attracted to other men. If you are, then great. You might be bisexual or gay. If not, then nope. There's no way putting things in your bum can make you gay. Period. I always like to encourage men to experiment, so if you haven't already done it, set aside some time and stick a finger up your ass just for me. Who knows? You might really like it.